0: everybody and welcome to day 10 of the heaven podcast with me chris and i'm joined by becky again today hello there (laughs) and we're Uh, Excited that you've come back for the 10th day of this podcast. Uh, There ought to be some sort of celebration going on if you've made it through nine days and you're back for the 10th day. Well done. We're really proud of you. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, the 10th day of this and just thinking a little bit about what we're living for and how maybe if we're thinking about what's to come, uh, how that helps us live today. So uh, I'm excited to get into all of that today. Becky, just before we get into our Bible reading for today, where are we going when it comes to Bible stuff today?
1: Yeah, so um as you say, we're kind of asking the question about how do we live with the end in mind today? How do we live with purpose in light of all the stuff we've been talking about in this series um that heaven will be like? We're going uh, back to a book we have visited once before in this series um, called One Corinthians. So it's the first letter of Paul to the Corinthian church, the first, and there was a second letter that followed up. Um, And uh, Paul, as we've talked about, was this guy who had a dramatic conversion from persecuting Christians, that is trying to blot out Christianity, um, and then turned his life around after an encounter with Jesus uh, to spread the good news about Jesus. And he spread it to one such church in a place called Corinth. And they've kind of received what Paul taught them. They've bought into it. But then they've drifted and Paul writes this letter to um, kind of bring them back. It's a course correction letter as much as anything else, um, as he seeks to fix their eyes once again on the purpose that they should be living with. Right. Yeah. Um, and this passage, if there ever was a passage in one Corinthians that does that really explicitly, this is a passage that we're going to look at today where Paul is going to build in some imagery to really help the people in Corinth to fix their eyes on their purpose and live with their purpose in mind. So do you want to dive into yeah. today's passage, Yes, yeah,
0: definitely. So it's, uh, it's 1 Corinthians, as Becky said, chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. And once again, we're just encouraging you, however it helps you to follow along with this. If it's to have a Bible in front of you, if it's just to listen along, whatever's helpful for you, then um, that would be great. So I'm going to read 1 Corinthians, chapter 9, verses 24 and following. It says this. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? uh, Becky, we've, every day that we've been going through uh, these Bible passages, we've been asking a few questions. What's the context? What's the point? Yeah. What's the difference? What's the tweet? What's next? So let's dive straight into that context question. So anything that you observed just about or, or you would want to contribute about the, the context for what Paul is saying?
1: Sure. Yeah, so Paul's quite explicitly employing this sort of athletics metaphor of um, runners running in a race and competing for a prize. Um, and uh, this is because Paul is talking to people who are very used to what eventually became the Olympic Games, yeah, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's uh, There would have been um, an arena in, I don't know if there was one in Corinth, was there? I think or, so,
0: yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. certainly
1: nearby at least, uh, where competitions would have taken place. You've seen the movies Gladiator, I'm sure, <laughs> think of that sort of thing, and chariot racing and all sorts of athletics tournaments. So he's employing that imagery yeah. um, that would have been very familiar to the people in Corinth, but yeah. he's employing it to talk about purpose and he's employing it to talk about heaven.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, and a couple of things, just continuing that sort of athletic event thing. So, so people competing in Corinth would have gone into training for a specific uh, event that they were doing. So, again, the people of, uh, around in Corinth that Paul's writing this to would have been really used to seeing people training. So, they understood that completely. They would have uh, seen boxing bouts as well. So, they, again, that would have been really uh, relevant to them. They'd have completely understood what Paul was saying. And I really like this thing about the prize in here. So... Again, when you competed at these big games that were held in Corinth or in other cities around Greece, which is where Corinth was, um, you, the, the prize that they would have received, the winners would have received, was like a, a wreath that um, went round their heads and, and indicated that they'd won that. But, of course, that wreath would have been made out of um, degradable materials. It would have been made out of vegetation and, and that kind of stuff. So, ultimately, those kind of crowns that they were getting to acknowledge their winning uh, the athletic contest would have um rotted and rotted away they wouldn't have lasted, so again, I think again, everybody in the Corinth would have got this contrast Paul is making between the prize people got in the athletic events that would have um, been quite temporary and would have would have gone versus something he's trying to talk about, which is a crown that's going to last forever, and I guess there's our link to the heaven yeah. theme that we've been talking about isn't it
1: yeah, so Paul conjures up this image of uh athletes competing, runners competing, getting ready for a race, entering a race and competing for this prize, this crown. Um, And then he, he draws that imagery into how he himself is living his life. He says, therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I've preached to others... I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. What's going on there? What's Paul describing there?
0: Well, again, I think people would have understood this boxing metaphor, um, and they would have understood that that you know the the idea of in a boxing bout, you're you're trying to land a punch on somebody else, right? So so um, uh, you're not a, a, the purpose of a of a boxer is not just to flail around aimlessly, kind of beating the air, using all that energy for nothing. There's something more than that. Um, But then he he uses – and we were just talking a little bit about this before we started – this this verse, no, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I preach to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. That's quite a striking verse. And, and at first glance, you think, what's, what's that all about? But actually, you shared something with me that I'd not heard before, which is really helpful. So, so yes, yeah, share that with our listeners.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, Paul is... Um conjuring up imagery from, like, Spartan warriors. So I'm sure you've seen the, you know, you've seen the films. Yeah, this is Sparta, <laughs> you know, all that. So, Paul's conjuring up that imagery. Um, Spartans would actually train themselves by beating their own body to strengthen themselves and to discipline their own body. So, Paul's not talking about literally beating himself into discipline. He's talking about the fact that he is exerting himself to discipline himself for what he feels called to do which isn't running a race, but is something else which we're going to come in onto as we talk about what's the point of all this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So should we go there now? That, yeah. that was so helpful, by the way, because I, ha- I hadn't heard that before. So that, that I really I like that. And that helps to. Uh, and this is, again, I think a part of why we want to do this podcast, Becky, is that we want to um, help each other learn how to perhaps read the bible in in these different kind of ways that we've, we've been talking about and that's a great example there of when we come across a verse i've come across this verse many times i thought okay i think i understand what paul's getting at here but it feels a little bit weird why is he using that kind of language asking that question is a great question and then we can go away and do some research talk to some other people and i think that's, that's a great example there of how uh we can help one another Uh, understand what the bible is saying so often when we come across things that we don't quite necessarily understand so that's really helpful so should we should we talk about this what's the point thing here then and so there's something in here about this prize isn't there there's a prize that awaits everyone who wants it receives it accepts it because of what god has done and that seems to be the kind of the goal the finish line the the prize that Paul is using in this a- athletic language uh, to try to help us turn our eyes towards this crown that's going to last yeah. forever.
1: Yeah, it's what I love about this verse. It's actually something I've I've actually got this verse up in my office. Okay. Um, Because I do this role at Andover Baptist Church about next steps and helping people to take next steps in their faith. And to me, this is a verse that reminds me about moving forwards with purpose and why we move forwards with purpose and why it's worth putting effort and energy into taking next steps because Paul's sort of asking at the beginning kind of a foolish question do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize now by that he's not saying that in the in faith we compete with one another but what he is saying is it would be crazy to enter a running race and just think you were there to have a little jog in the park yeah if you enter a running race you run towards the finish line and you run to cross the finish line yeah and paul's saying to people you know we're not in this life in this faith thing aimlessly we're not doing it for no purpose we are doing it for a reason and the reason is because of what jesus has set before us the example he's modeled to us and the prize he has won for us by securing us a place for all eternity with our heavenly Father, so He's saying, "Don't live this life like you're not in it to win it. Don't yeah, yeah. live this life like you've, you know, you're going for a jog in the park. There's a purpose to this."
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think, and, and when He says, "Do you not know that that in a race all the runners run?" Mm. I think about all the people that we know, all the people who are living this human existence. We're all running a race, mm. uh, uh, but not everybody's running it. With a with a purpose, or certainly without, or maybe we're not with a thought-through purpose, or certainly not with the purpose that promises this amazing eternal, everlasting reward that we've been talking about through this series. So you know, we can all do this, and we're all guilty of this a lot of the time. I know, but you know, we can think about people that we know who are running the race of life. And they're running after a purpose that just seems so insignificant or unimportant or not something that's going to last forever. I mean, how many of us have put our our hope, our, we, we've kind of run the race of life as if money or material wealth or whatever, this very Western kind of idea of it, this is the goal of life, just to acquire more stuff? Well, when you really think about that, that's just crazy, right? Because we can't take that stuff with us. It's all just temporary. It could go one day. See, in a story last night, actually in the in the men's group that I'm a part of, we were listening to somebody tell a story, and he'd put all his money into into retiring early, and he invested it in all this kind of stuff, retired early, and then within five years of that retirement. The market, stock markets had had crashed in two thousand eight, whenever it was, lost all of that, and then had to go back to work, and what, and it was like, what he was saying, I, what a sad thing. I invested everything in that, running that race to be able to retire at forty five, saving all this money, you know, working really hard to acquire all this stuff, and it just was gone, almost overnight. And that's the case, isn't it, with so many of that material stuff, and yet so many of us, so many people around us, if you asked really what's the finish line of your life the finish line is well how much stuff have i got and uh paul is saying that is just to run your race with without those kind of with that kind of purpose well that's just like a boxer beating the air or a runner running in the wrong direction or running aimlessly There is a much bigger purpose to to invest your life in and a much bigger prize at the end at the end of that and um yeah it just says to me that we don't we don't need to live aimlessly or pointlessly we we can live with something much greater in mind and that that changes everything
1: and and how many of us how many people listening to this have found ourselves at that moment in our lives where we've suddenly realized Do you know what i'm like i'm like a boxer beating yeah, the air yeah. right now i don't even know who i'm competing with or who i'm doing this for anymore i'm not and and maybe some people listening to this may be at that point in their lives right now that they've been working at something for a long time and suddenly it's kind of feeling futile and feeling like well what am I even doing this for and that's a great place to be in one way because it's when you're asking that question you're perfectly positioned to then ask the question well what is this for what where where can I fix my eyes in future
0: yeah Yeah. and I I want to I want to say to people, is the end goal, is the purpose that you are living towards worthy of the investment of your one and only earthly life? Uh, Because I think uh, that's a a big challenge to to me, I think, and should be a big challenge to all of us. You, You know, we get to live this earthly life once and we can we've got a limited amount of time a limited amount of energy a limited amount of resource all of that sort of stuff is what we choose to invest that in really worthy is the prize that we're going to get through that investment really worthy of investing these very precious commodities of our time our energy and and so on into is is that really uh what what we should be doing and is that really uh, a valuable use of all of those those precious commodities that we have brilliant question yeah Um,
1: and can I just say just a shout out to anybody who is in my age bracket listening to this because I think so I'm in my 20s I think asking questions like this in your 20s and before you get to your 20s even and that's not to say nobody's too late in life at all to ask these questions but if you can figure out the answer to that question when you're in your 20s Oh my goodness! what a trajectory you set your life on because you know what you're what you're running towards, and I've found people who have helped me figure out and have clarity over purpose now have helped me prevent myself from actually doing some shadow boxing, doing some yes. boxing into the air and working on some futile things, so yeah,
0: yeah. I remember. So vividly, uh, one of the most powerful moments in my life. I was in my 20s, um, mid 20s, and um, uh, my career was going well, and I was loving all of that. And I was starting to acquire some stuff. And for the first time in my life, you know, I wasn't living day to day thinking, oh, where's the money coming from? And, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it was starting to feel really nice. And I was very ambitious in my career, all that kind of stuff. And then I happened, it was all sorts of circumstances, which I won't bore everybody with here, but I went to this event. Where I heard somebody speaking on this very theme and saying, actually, for me, it was—I was, I was a, a Christian at that point—but the church, this amazing thing called the church, is worthy of the investment, uh, and it's a—it's a, a, a worthy thing to give your life to. And I'd been involved in church for a while, never really heard. It, and suddenly, it was like a moment in my life. I thought, do you know what? I have been living aimlessly. I thought I was living with this amazing purpose of this career and all that kind of stuff. And actually, do you know what? This is, I want to give my life to something totally different. And it took a while to work out what that was going to look like and all that kind of stuff, but completely transformed my life. And I've never regretted it. I've never, and I still look back on that moment and think, I'm so pleased somebody challenged me about that. Uh, in my 20s, what are you living towards? So that point you make is is great, actually. Um, uh, and I do think it's one of the things about the Christian faith that that we may have people listening to this today who, who maybe struggle with some of the things around the Christian faith or around church or whatever. And That's okay because, you know, we do some weird things around church sometimes, you know, all of that sort of stuff. But um, I do think one of the amazing things that following Jesus does and being part of a church is, is it, it gives us a purpose, suddenly there's there's um a, a purpose to our life it's not meaningless it's not aimless you know there is a bigger thing to be um living for and and i I think that's one of the amazing things that following jesus can give so again i just want to encourage people who may be saying well look i'm 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 don't necessarily get all this christians of all this church stuff but do you know what i do get this idea that that maybe there's a bigger purpose to give my life towards to explore that in 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 more detail and and we would love to help with that if people want to get in touch with us
1: i love that so i've I feel like we have potentially veered into the "what's the difference" yes. here already, haven't <laughs>
0: yeah, we? Yeah, I, yes, I think you're right. I think purpose is so important, and I think um, a lot. Uh, I, we we have to be careful about talking about mental health and all that kind of stuff because I know there are real challenges and 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 things there, but actually. I think at least some of of our struggles sometimes with our mental health and whatever is because of purpose or either lack of purpose or we 're trying to find purpose in things that aren 't worthy of us trying to find purpose in and that can lead us to all sorts of struggles and anxieties and all sorts of situations in, in our lives that aren't healthy for us. So I think purpose is so important. So for me, that's the difference, um, and that God offers us this amazing purpose uh, to our lives uh, and an amazing future. And, yeah, I, I think that is a huge thing that makes a huge difference to us.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant, actually, because um, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about all of us who are feel very burnt out mm-hmm. or like that we're... Um, getting to kind of to the end of our tether and that uh, that's if you run aimlessly or box the air there's no end to that then, yes. Yes. that's just like you're never going to reach a point where you're like okay i'm done now yeah. um you 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 keep going or you pull out yeah or you have to drop out yeah. and so many of us feel like that in life don't we our options are either keep going keep going keep going or i'm gonna have to drop out or like my energy is gonna by default take me out of this um but in this we get this picture of you're headed somewhere and there's going to be a a moment of uh, there's going to be a moment of completion you're going to reach a point where you have succeeded you have won but not not through just your own effort but through reaching the the prize that god has in store for you
0: yes and I don't think we should miss this that that discipline thing that that you explained about the Spartan mm. training and that kind of stuff that that there is a discipline to this as well that actually um with God's help and gently and you know that kind of but often we think of discipline as a negative thing, don't we, but actually, Paul is saying, no no, I've had to really discipline myself." to live with this end end in mind and i don't think we should miss out uh, this can all sound a little bit fluffy There there is a discipline to living uh, uh with this purpose in mind that requires some energy and thought and uh, prioritization from us in the same way it did for paul and he's using in this training analogy so yeah i think you talked about next steps i think that's a, a great way of of giving ourselves some discipline to living with this end goal in mind is to say, okay, well, what what next step am I taking in uh, living out God's purpose for my life?
1: Yeah, that's really good. So we like to ask on this podcast, what's the tweet? Can we get this, the meaning of this passage into a couple of sentences that would be easy to share with somebody else? Have you got any tweets for today? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see what you say about this as well, because I'm not sure mine is... Is complete, but something like when we live with the end in mind and the prize that God has for us, it gives us a purpose and a discipline to how we live today. Yeah. Something like that. I but love that. I'm not sure it's complete quite, but. I
1: think that's good. Mine kind of switches around a little bit. I had, if you're going to really live, then live for eternity or if you want if you want to really live then live for eternity
0: good yeah well there's a couple of things to ponder on yeah and what's the what's the what's next I mean I think we've probably alluded to it a little bit already haven't we what's the what's next for people out of today
1: yeah I think it's it's kind of asking yourself where am I running aimlessly and maybe the place to look for that is where are you feeling tired and worn out? Mm. Because that that's often an indicator that we're putting effort in, but it's not y- yielding any yep. sort of return or sense of purpose. Um, to ask yourself that, to address the end that you are living towards mm. and and talk, maybe have a chat with somebody about what living with a bigger end in mind might look like. Maybe go back over some of the stuff we've talked about in this podcast um, and then to maybe think about what is that where where would some discipline be required mm. to start to live with that end and to point more of your life over in that direction of that end so that's three that's three what's next yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no I, lo- I love all of them I don't think I've got too much more to add to that really I think all of that is is what we have said today what am I living towards is it is it worthy of my investment and how do I live towards something that's got a bigger bigger value, bigger picture, bigger purpose for us? Uh, and I, I would just encourage you, I don't know whether, are you a journaler? I mean, I I just think writing some of this stuff down uh, sometimes, bit of paper, pen, you know, what am I living towards now? Is it, is, you know, and how might I take steps to live with a, a different end in mind maybe? Yeah, that's
1: good. I love that. It's really practical. Great. So hopefully this has um given everybody a bit of a encouragement to go out and really think about purpose and living with purpose and um that's just i mean that's not just what we want from this podcast this is what we want from being part of the Andover Baptist Church community isn't it yeah. that we want to be people who have an end in mind and have a strong sense of purpose and live out that purpose so we really hope that that's helped you and encouraged you in that and um we'd love to hear from you if uh there's some stuff that's resonated with you uh from this episode or things that you're thinking about challenges that you're going to give yourself as you take your next steps off the back of this so
0: yeah that would be great and if we can help please get in touch
1: absolutely thank you so much chris i love this passage thanks for bringing it no
0: i i love it too yeah yeah it's really helpful isn't it so thank you thanks for another great day
1: good stuff right off to training (laughs)
0: yeah. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. <laughs>